0: morning, everyone. This is Kathy Mason from Mason Works Marketing here on Conscious Business Zone with my friend, Sue Frederick. Hi, Sue.
1: Hey, Kathy, it's so great to see you again.
0: <laughs> um, Sue and I have known each other, I think 30 years. Oh my God. <laughs> it's the 80s, yeah, yeah. I know, I, I'm like when 80s, 90s, oh my God. Well, but we're not gonna say how old we are. But, <laughs> but um, Sue is a gift to all of us and I can't wait for you to discover um, how she might be able to help you during these changing times. She's an ordained unity minister now when I knew her she wasn't, but she's always been an intuitive, a past life, um regressionist therapist she she works with souls at a very high level and and she's a master numerologist which i guess i just totally forgot about but i'm definitely gonna want to take your classes um and she has written she's a beautiful writer when i first met sue she was a um, publisher of some fantastic magazines and she always he had an article at the beginning of the magazine and and um and so that's how I met you as 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 an a writer. writer. Yeah. 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 So so but now you're doing so many things that are gonna help people go through these changing times because yeah. change is um, kind of a death in a lot of ways, and there's a lot of the same processes that you might go through as you um, respond to things in, in high change times, which we are in, we're in a tornado of change, um, are the same processes that you bring to all of your work. So, so Sue could, so people get to know you, could you start and explain a little bit about your journey? What got you interested in, um, actually using your incredible intuitive powers? And in service to everyone?
1: Yeah. Well, actually, it goes back to the 70s. And I was an outward bound mountaineering instructor then and leading groups up the 14,000 foot mountains of Colorado. I love the Colorado Rockies. And I was married to a beautiful mountain climber named Paul Frederick. And We just thought we were sort of invincible, you know, and he was diagnosed with stomach uh, problems and then, you know, it was the 70s. And so by the time they said it was colon cancer, they gave him two weeks to live and we thought it was gonna be our overcoming challenge and that we would create a miracle and cure him. And we did conventional healing and alternative and he spent a year suffer of suffering as, he, as we both um, worked to find a cure. And then his last couple of months were so conscious that his spirit was leaving his body that at the moment of his death, he took me on a shared death experience, took me to the divine realms to see it with him and showed me his spirit as he was leaving his body, came back that night with messages. I mean, he just came back almost physically with me the first night, got in bed with me, held me, I could feel him against my body. And then a being of light reached over and tapped him, and he had to keep moving on. And So his guide kept him going and since then that was one of many experiences i've had of being lifted into the divine to see things from what i call the divine lens or the soul's view and i'll explain this vision in a minute Um, and then a year after that my best childhood girlfriend was diagnosed with leukemia and she brought me on a shared death experience as well. Hers was amazing. She took me with her that night. I didn't even know she had crossed that night. And all night she was with me, making me laugh so hard that my stomach muscles were hurting. And she was flying me around to see our friends. And and when I woke up that morning, I went, wow, I was with Chrissy all night. And then I realized, oh my gosh. And I picked up the phone and called her mom. And Her mom said she had crossed that night but she had come to me right away to show me that it was all joy and laughter and she was completely healthy out of her body and that was the second shared death experience Um, and i've had so many out of body and shared death experiences to help me see that this is only a brief physical journey here there is no death and I've written and published 11 books on spiritual principle, but I'll also say that after Paul died, um, the first thing that helped me understand the whole Why had I gone through this? Why had Paul gone through it? Where was he? Is there a God? It was all answered for me in 1980 when I did a numerology reading from someone else gifted it to me. And she showed me in one hour my life path, Paul's life path, our soul agreement, all through numerology and explained why i was still here why i couldn't go and join paul and numerology in 1980 became my obsession even though like kathy said i was a writer and i was right i made my living then as a magazine editor and then eventually a vp of content all for health websites but all along i was doing people's numerology charts for free and studying it and learning it and downloading it more information about it from my spirit guides and then in 1999 my writing career crashed and burned with the dot-com crash i had been hired to be the vp of web of content for so many big websites and all of a sudden they all went down one after another in 1999 and it was my soul awakening point where in the dark night of my soul i was a single mom i didn't want to lose my home and uh my spirit guide said hey sue you know it's about time you realize <laughs> that all that stuff you've been giving away for free intuitive work with people numerology that's what you're here to share and make your living from and that's when i really reinvented and launched the business I've been doing for more than 20 years, helping people remember their soul mission through numerology, helping them understand their soul agreements, why they're here, and most importantly, how to connect to their departed loved ones, even using numerology as an aid to doing that
0: wow well i'm so glad that i know because i when i started conscious business zone i think i told you before we came on i actually had done the numerology to pick the name and picked it but i hadn't pulled the trigger until something happened and then it was like okay um but i i still do um think that there's so much power in the unseen um, order of the divine, that yeah. that we can reach through numerology, that allows you to really um, make sense of it. It's almost. I, I last night I was with a bunch of incredible magical women, and we were talking about the sixth sense mm-hmm. and what it, well, a lot of what you do and your writing is so beautiful. I have all your books, except the new one, and I'll get that. Um, and and I, I now I'm going to take a class, but also <laughs> but, um what what you find is it soon makes it the the pathway to this other higher intuition and knowing and expansive consciousness. It She makes it available to you. Yeah. And um, that's that's really how I see the gift of of your work. And it's. Mm-hmm. She's as beautiful inside as she is out.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Kathy. So are you. uh, you. Well, the reason I love numerology is that... You know, I've worked with thousands of clients over the decades using numerology and even the most cynical client who might come to me saying, Oh, my wife told me I need to do a session with you. You know, I get a lot of husbands that way (laughs) (laughs) by the end of the session. They're like, wow, this was extraordinarily helpful and whether they're trying to align their soul mission with their career, which my first book, I See Your Dream Job, was all about understanding how to make your career, your true spirit work and make money from that using numbers to help you figure that out. But also grief, Uh, grief has been my greatest spiritual wake up, you know? I mean, Paul dying in my arms when I was 29, 30 years old that was a huge awakening to the fact that our spirits and the divine realms are more real than this physical world. And so when I work with grieving people, especially grieving parents, their children, come through so strongly to help the parents because the children know how much the moms and dads are suffering and they want to help them carry on with their soul mission here and so they come through so clearly to help the parents understand why they're still here, what their soul agreement is with their departed and how to understand how to move forward from that. And I love working with those children's spirits. They are so vital and alive and positive and helpful, no matter how they crossed. And so that is truly the greatest joy of my life is working with them
0: so so um you're now a unity minister has how has that affected everything that you're doing because you already had a um spiritual side to everything you were doing it was not it wasn't like you had to do that to do yeah. your work but this probably adds a whole nother layer to
1: it yeah well that? Uh, yeah i mean Many people who know me know that I have, like I grew up Catholic, in my 20s I studied theosophy, Native American spirituality. In the 80s and 90s I lived in a Hindu ashram, had a Hindu and Buddhist teacher, practiced many Eastern traditions. I've been meditating every day since the 70s using Hindu mantras, Sanskrit mantras, and When I dipped my toe in all of those spiritual paths, I gathered so much truth and beauty of understanding God and what God is. And I came to my own understanding that God is an all good loving consciousness force that runs this universe and runs all of us, is in our hearts, all good, all God universe. And guess whose principle that is? Unity. (laughs) (laughs) Unity brings that together and I'd been going to Unity of Boulder since the 80s along with being in an ashram. I was always studying all of it and so I had a calling in 20... it was after I had this vision, so I'm going to talk about this vision in a minute. I had a calling in around 2017 to become a Unity minister and go through the four years of intense ministry school because I felt that that was going to even help kick my vibration to a higher level because in 2017 we kind of knew the world was shifting into the intensity of where it is now and I felt that I needed another spiritual reboot to be able to ride that wave of energy and help as many people as i could and unity ministry school was phenomenal i got to study the history of christianity and what the original aramaic text in the bible said and by the way jesus was one of our great enlightened teachers and he said this one thing i give you a new commandment it's more important than all the rest it is to love one another and that is the mantra for our times that we're in right now so becoming a unity minister having that depth of spiritual understanding behind me allows me to help so many more clients, especially clients who've lost a loved one to perhaps suicide, And they are suddenly rejected from their Christian fundamentalist church, and they're wondering if their departed is okay. And those children are saying, Yes, we are glorious. We're in the angelic realms. You know, that whole Bible story was rewritten by men years after Jesus crossed. And Jesus never said that people would be condemned to hell. That was written later into the Bible. So being able to help people from that perspective of talking to them about their fundamentalist beliefs, helping them expand those beliefs so that they're not walking around with a a terrible guilt story about someone they love crossing.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's what I love about. about. So much so of much the, the uh, ions, ions and the, yes. the near-death, near-death testing information. information, Yes. an echo here. Um, anyway, um, anyway, so anyway, so much so of, much of, of allows it allows you to, to, to to, to release the burden yeah. of aim, and blame, blame and, and it's not just forgiveness. Yes, a lot of, of um, opportunities um, to, 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 to say that I'm, I'm yes. A paradigm yes, paradigm, after shame, yes. And shame, and
1: God. God. yeah. God. That it's I created great. a life plan, and that's what numerology lays out for people. You know, I created a life plan where I would have a a certain kind of childhood that was painful to me and just the way I needed to have it. So I would grow and search for different answers. And then I created the life plan of my first true love dying in my arms of cancer, because that was my greatest spiritual wake up call. Without, I often think now, you know, cause I'm in my seventies and people do a lot of self-examination as they get older. It's part of our, the process. We start our soul review, before we leave the body. Right. And as I look back and I think about Paul and I wonder, you know, what would my life have been like if he didn't cross? And I know I would not have become the person I wanted and needed to be in this life. I would have been a very happy wife and mother. I probably would have done writing, but it wouldn't have been this kind of work and now i can honestly say i've lived up to my soul's purpose and potential that i came in to do on my path of course it's going to keep going we never stop you know and i just graduated from ministry school a couple years ago so and i'm just keeping going, got a new book, came out in June and I'll have another one next year. So
0: <laughs> so could you talk a little bit, little bit? I think the I think echo may be echo coming from your, from your side. side, but oh.
1: let's see. Well, let's I don't, I don't hear it. an echo when I speak. Okay, Do you hear okay. an echo when I speak?
0: I don't hear I don't an echo hear for you, you but for me. me. Mm-hmm. So, so it's, it's use speakers, speakers. Speakers. but I speakers, but let me turn it on. Okay okay Okay. so anyway anyway, what i wanted to ask was um the the impetus for your new
1: book yeah through a divine lens lens. yeah Yeah. So, so it comes from the vision that you can see behind me on the screen um in 2014 you know i was doing a lot of teaching of these grief shifting workshops where I'd work with a room full of grieving people and teach them over a three day process, how to change their whole story about their grief and loss and really realize that it's part of their life plan and that they have a new relationship with their departed. And I'd guide them into how to have their own healing conversation with their departed and they would do automatic writing and they would all get these incredible downloads from their departed. It was it was so extraordinary. I haven't done one of those workshops for a while, but it was just beautiful. And so I flew home, it was at Kripalu Institute in Massachusetts and a long flight home. And I got home and I was really exhausted and I got sick and um, got like 104 degrees of fever. And by about the third night of that, I had an out-of-body experience. I was taken out of my body and shown the earth. If you can see my screen, I was shown the earth from a distance held by angels and divine guides. And they said, Sue, those lights shooting up from the earth are every time a soul on earth awakens, to their higher consciousness and realizes that they're there on purpose for love and compassion and evolution and begins to live in alignment with that. And they said, watch how each light as it sparks ignites another light. And they were showing me this moving river of light around planet earth. And they said, you have to remember and you have to teach that the light is always winning, the love is always winning on earth, no matter how it can look when we're lost in the detail, the minutia of daily life. And they said, things are gonna get hard on earth. Remember this was 2014. They said, things are gonna get hard there and you have to be one of the teachers who says, let's pull back and look at it from the soul view and remember that light is always winning and love is always winning and not get caught in the minutia of the division of the fear of all of the things that have been happening in the last few years so when i got out of my fever and I started trying to articulate this. My beautiful daughter knows I'm a writer and she just put the laptop on on my desk, on my bed, and I could start writing. And I just basically downloaded this new book through a divine lens um, from what the guides were telling me about how we have to view this life even when it's really hard and really painful. So it has meditation techniques, it has, answers to your questions about career and grief and self-doubt and anger all the things we experience in this physical world as humans and we have one foot in the human one foot in the divine all the time and that's how it's designed but we get to choose are we going to lean more into our divine self our angelic knowingness our soul's wisdom or are we going to lean more into our ego self the human mind that says this is all a tragedy it's all terrible fear be afraid be angry be blameful that's the ego mind but we all also have the soul talking to us all the time the god consciousness flowing through saying the light is always winning the love is always winning take a stand for that and quit arguing and dividing and being afraid. That is the message from the higher realms.
0: Perfect. Perfect. So hopefully so this, hopefully won't, this won't, won't echo as echo much. I've, much. Got I've got a different microphone. microphone. So yeah. um, um it's still
1: echoing echoing. oh i don't hear the echo yeah i'm
0: glad you don't don't. other people people are are. though i apologize oh really do they hear
1: an echo on my
0: voice no not on your voice so 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 it i think it's think it's the so it, the, echo the echo from your, from your side, side, your spirit, it's mm, so okay. all right, we'll, we'll figure we'll, we'll it out. Figure it out. <laughs> um, so, um, so, so, so what, what I want people to people understand, understand is, is that, that two is a is tremendous, a tremendous resource, resource for you, for you. Um, especially, um, especially if, you're if, going if you're going through, through these, these changes, changes, changes and you're, and you're having, difficulty having difficulty with your family, with your family or you're questioning, questioning your past beliefs. And wanting, and wanting to, to be able to, to, shift, shift, shift to shift in a shift loving, loving way. way. Yeah. Um, um, because because this, is, this is, at least, at in, least my in my experience, experience, the, 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 um, um, The box box that we've been in in is totally totally dissolved. dissolved. Yes, now is the time time to get into the joyful co-creation with with others rather Rather
1: than extraction. Yeah. Well, what I, how I see it, and how the guides have told me, and I get a lot of angelic realm downloads too, and what they've all said is that in the past, we were able to live more in our heads and our ideas. And we could have our opinions and believe that, you know, if I just read enough research and investigate things enough, then I'll be right. And I can convince other people that I'm right. And the world kind of went along with that, bumbling along for a long time. And now we're in this incredible pinnacle of consciousness shifting to a higher vibration because we are trying to merge this realm with the divine realms. So the veil is incredibly thin now. That's why so many spirits are visible and we are able to hear our guides and departed more than ever, but we're also being called to now live from the heart remembering that message to love one another is the most important commandment and be able to say you know my opinions are different from yours but I see you as a soul on a journey I understand and love you as that I see your pain story your backstory I understand why you hold those opinions, and I bless you, and I send you unconditional love. That is our only way through this now.
0: Right, right. I right, agree, right. and and I agree. And I agree being agree in, in group, group with other with people, other people, that, people are that are open, open and believe and that that reality, reality. There's two there's possible two realities. realities. One, One that, that is for is you. For you. And one that that is is
1: against you, right? I mean, that's the thing I love about unity. That unity's taught for a hundred something years is that this is a divine universe run by an all-loving God force that has every detail arranged for your benefit, for your growth. And you know, when Paul died in my arms, and I was twenty-nine. I had a hard time understanding that that the universe was good because I had watched this young man suffer terribly and and die way too young he was the most loving and sweet man ever and you know unity church back then at boulder I went there and and Reverend Jack Groverlin was saying it's an all good universe and it's all designed for you and I remember <clears throat> sitting in that audience in 1980 thinking please God help me to see it that way. Because like so many people, when you go through a a rough moment, you have so much hurt and anger and pain in your heart. But we're all called to in the midst of that pain, which is part of our human journey, it's gonna be part of our life on earth, to call out for guidance for lifting up to that higher divine lens view. The moment we call out for that, The moment we quiet the crazy monkey mind, our guides, our angels are so happy to help us. They're so happy to lift us up to a higher perspective, to see it differently, because they are working in our favor. And one of the things I want everyone to know is you have to ask for help from these higher beings because in many ways they're not allowed to interfere with us like we have to have our own experience as part of our growth but the minute we say hey i need help i'm really struggling today i'm in pain or i'm grieving can you help me see this a different way can you show me my soul's view that request is always answered and that helps us instantly that instantly lifts us into this higher perspective and then you can even pull out your pen and paper and do some writing of what you're receiving every day i do writing that i get from the angelic realms about this moment in time because i'm not going to lie with people there's so much angst in the world right now as well as so much enlightened thought and moments of god moments i call them of seeing that goodness and everything and we're all vacillating and that's the tipping point we're at so you can have your day of feeling anxious afraid doubting yourself or being angry at the world but as soon as you're able to call out to say please divine guides and angelic beings and departed loved ones lift me into that higher knowingness that aligns with god with love with this all good universe put me in that vibration we are instantly surrounded by loving beings who help us perfect Perfect.
0: Okay. So Sue, I wanted Sue, I to want ask to about, about, about reincarnation, reincarnation. Because, because I think before, before when, when we knew, each, we other knew well, each other well, you you were you were, you were more you were Buddhist, Buddhist in your in your, thought your thought process. process. So, so now, now do you now still, still feel? Yeah, that you're, that you're yeah. That yeah. That and that
1: and that here's, that here's that the cool thing: thing is Jesus talked about reincarnation and believed in it preached it and it was written out of the bible by pope benedict at the council of nicaea hundreds of years after jesus had lived so yes we have reincarnation however it's different from how even the buddhists talk about it the buddhists talk about it as this endless cycle of karma like all dogmatic religions they have their own version of heaven and hell and their version of hell is that you do one wrong thing and you're stuck in that you know endless cycle of reincarnation there's no way to live a life on earth as a human being and not do one wrong thing because we're here to learn and grow we're not here to be perfect and so the buddhists paint a very negative impression and actually that bothered me a lot when paul crossed because my buddhist friends in boulder would say oh don't don't call him in to guide you because he's got to move on to the higher realms and i would go oh okay and then you know paul was coming back all the time to give me messages and i'd have to think oh i don't know if i should interact with him you know but now i know thanks to so many more studies on quantum physics, that time and space are not linear, that everything is happening at once in a way that our left brain logic minds can't grasp. And so our departed come back to us whenever we need them or whenever they wanna give us a message and they can be reincarnating at the same time. Our linear minds just can't fathom that. However, the other thing about reincarnation is what I know to be true now from the study of numerology and from connect- connecting to my departed loved ones and guides, our soul decides if we're going to come back. So for example, when I cross over, Paul will be there because he's already showed me he has a job where he helps souls process their lives, do the soul review when they leave the body. And I'm hoping Paul will help me do my soul review. And then my soul will decide. Do I feel called to come back to earth to help out, to get here and try to help shift consciousness and even help my loved ones who I've left behind? Or does my soul feel that I wanna study more in the divine realms and assist from there? And I know that I've been an angelic realm soul for many times and so I've assisted from the divine realms rather than come to earth. And this time coming to earth was my choice and it was very risky. My guide was saying, are you sure? Are you (laughs) sure you can take this on this human life that you've planned and still rise above all the obstacles and heartbreaks of it. And I remember jumping into human life and the guide was saying, hey, you have a courageous heart, trust your courageous heart and you'll be okay. And so I jumped in all of you who are listening your soul decided to come here you were not sent here by some endless cycle of reincarnation you chose this life
0: that's perfect i I think it's also important that people realize that you stood in line to get these bodies right here right now this was was won the lottery
1: completely intentional to come here completely
0: So, so Sue, so, so so in your, in new, your book, new book, do you give, do you give more? more um, um, methods, methods and, perspective and perspective on staying, on
1: staying in high five yeah a many vibe. many chapters at the end have very hope you know helpful steps practices daily things to do to help you stay or go to that higher frequency whenever you need to but the other thing that's in this book that is i'm so happy to share with people <clears throat> is that a few years ago? Excuse me. <clears throat> a few years ago, I took the training to become a soul regression therapist from the amazing Dr. Linda Bachman, who runs the Ravenheart School. Actually, that's in in Boulder, Kathy. And um, so, Dr. Linda Bachman trained me to be a soul regression therapist and take people on journeys to see to drop into a past life that has significance for our current life so they can understand what who they were and what was happening in that life and how it applies to whatever they're going through today and then to go to the divine realms and talk to their guides their council of elders and I love taking clients on that journey it's phenomenal and in the new book I have transcripts of many of my clients journeys to go to another lifetime and to process with the guides and they're extraordinary stories. And so those are interwoven. Um, In fact, my favorite one, uh, is a woman who's one of my best friends here. Her name is Elizabeth Boisson. She's the best soul I've ever known. She runs a nonprofit called HelpingParentsHeal.org and she lost two children um, many years ago. And so many years ago she said I'm going to devote my life to helping parents heal and teaching them there may be another way that your child is not gone that your child's spirit is trying to help you and she started a nonprofit that has 27,000 parents in it now and they have conferences I mean it's the most extraordinary group but she agreed she wanted to go through one of these soul regressions um with me and in her life she was a sat guru in india meditating all day and it's really ascended being in India, in this cave, she saw it all so vividly. And she would come down into town and she would be fed by the community and she would do healings. And then she would go back to, or it was a he, She was a he in that life. And then she would go back to her cave for meditation and yoga. And she agreed to come into this current life because she would be the person that people could trust when they were grieving their child, and she would be able to help them see that there is no death. And I have to say, if you've ever met this woman in person, Elizabeth Boisson, you absolutely know she was a sat guru in another life and that she did not need to come back here. And she came back to help us. And that transcript is in my book.
0: Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. I, um, um, Amy,
1: Amy Opie Opie wrote, Opie wrote, wrote, I know, I, I really, know, I really want to. I through. know, <laughs> 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 me too. <laughs> you know, it's such a good question to say that because so many people go, oh, I would never have chosen this. And I was saying that myself when Paul died, and Chrissy died right after and my dad, I was going, I would never have chosen this, and they would never have chosen it. But of course, our conscious mind wouldn't choose wouldn't choose it but our soul sees things differently so again we go back to those two parts our physical human self and our divine self and you've really got to meditate enough quiet that mind that you're able to access your higher wisdom and you've heard it many times in your life whispering to you saying hey don't say that or don't do that or or take this class and then your logic practical mind might come in and delete you know your wisdom Our job as humans is to learn that, yeah, sometimes we need that logic mind. I mean, we've got to make a living, we got to do the laundry, but we also need to let our higher self, our consciousness, our God consciousness be the boss, make the real decisions and the real choices and that that part of us chose this life. That's perfect.
0: How do you suggest suggest for people to stay stay in the flow? flow. Like Like there's... Oh, easy way a to, easy connect, way to when connect when you meditate in the morning mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but then they're, they're,
1: they're throughout, <laughs> the throughout the day, the day yeah well so throughout the things. day you know there's so many tools a simple one that we all know that you know everybody's talked about for decades is gratitude like you can be in your darkest place and if you simply say hey I'm grateful for my cat you begin to shift that higher into that higher vibration because it opens your heart and here's the secret 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 on earth. We think we're here on earth to get love. And that's the greatest myth. And that's why so many marriages don't work because he wasn't loving me enough. You know, that's so crazy. We are all here to have unconditional love, the God love pour down through the crown chakra, become in that flow of unconditional love, and then send that unconditional love out to the world and to our loved ones through our heart chakra and once we're in that flow out it changes everything now we're not going around angry at the world that people maybe don't love us enough or we're not had, we had a childhood where mom didn't love us now we're suddenly realizing oh i'm the teacher i'm here to be the loving one i'm here to send that unconditional love out and be that light being. And as we shift it that way, ah, everything falls into perspective.
0: I also, you, I'm, still I'm still trying, still to, trying fix to fix the, fix the, the echo. There, so oh, <laughs> sorry. I'm glad you I'm glad can't hear you it. What <laughs> um, um, so I, I want, I people, want to people to know, to know that, that, that the, the opportunity, opportunity to change, to change the, the, the environment that, that we're in is, in, is really viable, viable now. Yeah, yeah. And and and, 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 and what was talking, talking about, about is, is, is you, you really, really see, see that you, are, that you empowered are empowered and you have a huge support, support system, system that, that it makes you makes more courageous and and makes you have a corra- bigger bigger impact. And and um they're, they're, um, um Fortitude, fortitude. Mm-hmm. but but the, the, the other question, question I have is is it, about activism. activism. Mm. Because, because there's still, still people, people that are, that fighting, are fighting against. against. Mm-hmm. How, how how do you, how do you hold, hold space, space
1: for, the, for new? the new? So here's what I want to say about that. Everybody has their own path. That's what I love about numerology, and there are some people who need to be out in the world trying to get legislation changed and do things like that. That's their mission. That's what they came to do and share and evolve from. But what you also know is that most of us have come to do the inner work of shifting from blame and anger to the higher awareness of love and compassion and and deeper wisdom. And that as we do it, we're helping the solutions arrive that the world needs. But I also want to say, we do have to take action. You know, there's a principle in spirituality where you can't just go, I mean, people want to just go and live in an ashram and meditate all day. But you chose a human lifetime on purpose because you agreed to be one of the helpers here. So in your unique path, in your unique way, you are called to help and that could be anything from legislation to in my case working with clients and teaching classes or for you it could be being a healer or even marketing conscious businesses like you do yeah. Kathy whatever our unique calling our unique path is we have to take action in alignment with that right right
0: and and that's, and that's sage, sage advice, advice but 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 they they, you can take your foot foot off the the
1: brake now now. (laughs) (laughs) yes right right Right.
0: it's safe to come come out and play now now, you guys
1: yeah Yeah. (laughs) well the thing is you know we've got to remember we didn't come to earth to party and you know so many New age teachers really do teach that it's all about manifesting and st- manifesting what the ego wants, right? You know, going to get that Corvette car. You know, our spirit guides like roll their eyes and go, oh, those crazy humans down there. They think it's about gathering things, right? And so, if a teacher is teaching manifestation as a way of accumulating things, they have forgotten that we come here to learn and if accumulating things, if you're not on an eight path, which is all about money and power, if you're on a different path, then you didn't come here to get a Corvette. Maybe you came here to write 11 books like me, you know? (laughs) And so you've got to understand that in your life, manifestation takes its own unique, path and that don't let people judge you if your life doesn't look as successful maybe as theirs does and they tell you oh you're not manifesting mostly that is garbage and mostly everybody here is on their own unique path and if it's meant to be that you live in a gorgeous house and you're doing your truest work and making your living from your soul mission then that gorgeous house will be part of your journey Uh so get away from focused on the physical and be more in touch with the divine consciousness coming to you and helping you get your great work done.
0: Perfect. Perfect. So, um, I, could you could read, you this, read this, since this since I'm echoing? Yeah.
1: You. Yeah. Astrology past life regression and other readings have all indicated that I'm avoiding my power and that my path, oh, this must be an eight path soul and I'm still trying to do this. So, Eight Path Souls come in with the intention to learn the right use of power and that includes money because in our culture if you incarnated now that means you agreed to play the money game. In other past lifetimes money was not the currency of energy that it is today. And Eight Path Souls come here to, in in other lives, they never stepped up to speak their truth and own their power. So they choose the eight path journey, where they're going to be forced to take a powerful presence in the world and accumulate power in order to use it for good in the world and so when you meet an eight path soul they're either incredibly broke because they're afraid to step up or (laughs) they are incredibly successful because they have stepped up with their work but now they're funding homeless shelters and they're using their money and power for good and I always tell the story of Paul Newman, who is a very famous actor, a very famous eight path soul who, you know, never wanted to really play the money game, but he had so many gifts as an actor and he made a ton of money. And when he went through his own reinvention, he started, you know, his own business that would gave all the profits to children with cancer. That's an eight path life well lived. Oh, perfect. perfect. I got to meet, meet, him, meet once. him once. Oh, did At you? The Denver Grand Prix.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, so, so Amy keeps, keeps writing. writing, she wrote, she wrote no.
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know enough about Amy. I don't know how old she is or where she is in her journey or anything. But Amy, why don't you go to my website, SueFrederick.com And you can either send me a message or you can look at some of, there's some online numerology classes you could take that I've, that I've taught and posted on there. And especially my YouTube channel has some of those classes for free that you can just watch on my YouTube. My YouTube is at Sue Frederick, my channel, and you'll see about this path you're on. And I also have a workbook. It's called Sacred Numerology Workbook (laughs) and it's on Amazon for $5.99. It'll help you understand your path. So I really encourage people to, you know, immerse yourself in the lesson of the eight if you're struggling with power and money.
0: Perfect. Perfect. She said she's. 52 never married no kids kids, not totally totally broke broke, but not worried
1: well you're headed towards second saturn return amy in your 50s and that's going to be a huge time of stepping up and owning this power in your way and and using it for good in the world. The second Saturn return hits all of us in our mid to late 50s. And it's when the soul goes, hey, you've been hiding out for a while, but now you only have a few um, conscious decades left in this lifetime, so it's now or never. And people get huge two by four nudges to get them to really step up and wake up. Often it's about claiming your divine self in your work, not just going to a career that depletes your soul that has no meaning for you. By the time we hit our 50s and our second set Saturn return, our soul is going, Hey, either I'm going to check out now or I've got to find a way to really do my true work in the time that I have left and make my money from it. That is often the call of the second set Saturn return.
0: Wow. So I think I'm a five which is change makes
1: so much sense. (laughs) Courage and change. I mean, this is why you and I have been friends since the eighties, because (laughs) you just keep growing no matter what comes at you and shifting and changing. That's what I love about a five path. And that's what, that's what you're doing.
0: Well, I think I make change if there isn't any.
1: (laughs) Right, right.
0: (laughs) And I, I ran the change enablement group at Arthur Anderson's
1: yeah so with 80 yeah.
0: people under me so it makes sense that that's my courage number courage so and change
1: and that's yeah, what yeah. you have yeah.
0: yeah yeah so so let's go and talk a little bit about the ions conference coming up yes i can't yeah. wait yeah me too i can't wait to can't see you, see in, see person. you yeah. in person and yeah next year, i think it's in arizona
1: oh really yeah yeah
0: so definitely definitely see you next year year too too.
1: oh that's great (laughs) so
0: so, but um just so everyone knows that sue is um a presenter are you teaching a workshop workshop too? too
1: yeah i'm doing a talk on my three shared death experiences and the spiritual awakening lessons they gave me and how they fast forward my growth to align with unconditional love and compassion. And then I'm teaching a workshop I'm really excited about sacred numerology because my numerology is different from pretty much everybody out there and I look at it as a life plan that you chose that you put together for your highest good and I'll be teaching that and helping people figure out their paths and their personal year reinvention cycles and their soul agreements as I teach through my sacred numerology classes and I'm so excited about that.
0: Oh that's so fantastic well I I would love to take that but i'm a volunteer and I don't yeah know you'll I be
1: working do... kathy i know what
0: what am i <laughs> thinking, thinking, thinking to keep each year <laughs> doing all the volunteer work instead of being present Well i, wanna I want to show the website so people, people can, can sign up, up. There, there is a cop there is a, pop- a pop- possibility to be online and, online virtually, and virtually experience this group, group. Yeah. Yeah as well, as, as, well in as in person and it's and very it's reasonable. reasonable and the audio and the, the, and the and video recordings, recordings are also, are also part, part of your, of ticket. your ticket. So, so if, if, you, if, if can't you can't see, see all the all things, things going, going on at the on same, at the same time, time, it's an it's ideal way to, way be, to be able, able watch to watch later, later. and yeah. every, dinner every dinner for a, a Yep,
1: yeah, absolutely. It's gonna be so great, so many great speakers people who are friends of mine who i really admire and the interactive workshops are going to be amazing so yeah i just can't wait and i'm so thrilled it'll be in arizona next year that'll make the travel a lot easier
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes a lot easier but this is the 41st 41st year i think of mm -hmm. doing this event event, and it's the the, um ions ions is is the, the organization organization that helps helps so many many people deal with the um reintegration reintegration of their lives after a big spiritual spiritual experience experience. that's
1: right 2017 um i got to see kathy at the one that was in denver and it was a phenomenal experience the vibration there is so high there's so much learning going on so much powerful conversations and interactions so if you want to kick your vibe up to a higher level then you want to go to the ions conference for sure
0: <laughs> yes it's like a bubble when you go into that space yeah it's as though you're entering a vortex in that's right that's the veil,
1: veil. is completely thin, hardly there during the conference.
0: So Amy, the dates dates are the 31st, there are workshops starting the 30th, 30th, but the 31st of August through through the 3rd 3rd of of September. September. And the website is um, is conference.ions.org. I put it in the the, um, um, comments. comments.
1: Yeah. And if you wanna go to my website, I've got um, my speaking information for the conference on my website as well, uh, suefrederick.com.
0: Perfect, perfect. And and you guys, seriously, whether you can come to the the conference or not, please, please check out out Sue's work work. because Because this is a gift gift that you give give yourself. yourself.
1: I know so many people
0: people are used to being in service service to to others. But you really really can't can't give from an empty empty jar or an empty pot. pot. So So, so so fill fill up your system, system, give yourself yourself the gift gift of knowing knowing and and connection connection to who you really really are.
1: Well, it's been a blessing connecting with you again, Kathy. Such a joy. <laughs> thank you.
0: Thank you. And uh, I can't wait to see you and give you a hug in person. I
1: know. God, yeah. that'll be so great. Yeah. All right. Well, thank, you, thank, you. thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody. Thank you.